What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. Sorry for the late start. We had a little technical difficulty, microphones, broadcasting live from my restaurant, Della, in Brooklyn, Windsor Terrace. Whoop, whoop. Uh, the station is closed this week and next week, so we're doing some pop-ups because they're fun, they're challenging. Uh, you find out all the things that work and that don't work, uh, the audio being one of those things today. Uh, but it's always it's always a gas kitten. With that, I would like to introduce my guest today, Miss Serena Rao. Serena Rao. Hello. Allora. Hello. Say hi to Alessandra. She said hi, hi to you. you. I don't know if she's listening or not, but that was just really great when she was like, I said, oh, Serena's watching. She was she awesome. Said, Hello, Serena. I heard that. It was awesome. So Serena's here in part. Well, we're good friends. <laughs> I like you. That's one of the reasons why you're here. Um, but I think there's a lot of similarities between Alessandra and Serena. Um, they both have are involved in careers surrounding music and spirituality. Very interesting uh, subset and genre of music, which although I can't dance or play an instrument, so. you could probably dance. I've seen your footwork. I'm not so sure about that. She's modest. So mm -hmm. Serena and I, we we basically got to know each other. Uh, through jujitsu. That's correct. Serena and I are both purple belts, both training partners. Don't let her size fool you. She's <laughs> deadly. Um, so I've seen her move. She got the moves like Jagger, for sure. <laughs> um, so we got to know each other over the last four or so years. Three years, yeah. Three uh, years. It's been three years for me. But And then our kids went to the same school. We also live in the same community, so we got to know each other that way. Um, and and I I enjoy training with you. I don't know. I by your facial expression sometimes I'm not sure you That's because just <laughs> you sometimes I'm just not sure what's going on. <laughs> what just it's happened? Not a reflection on you, it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh it, it we've created a relationship, a, a friendship and often uh the relationships you create in a bond like uh jujitsu. Yes. Uh, they run pretty deep. So yeah. we become That's good true. buddies. I let her choke me out from time to time. I try to be generous yes. sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Sarina, to start while um, I fix well, this stuff. Outside of all that, the jujitsu that defines me, I, um, I moved to Windsor Terrace seven years ago. I just counted. I. Um, had just made a huge uh, career change. I left my work in the garment center, which I had worked in fashion as a designer for many years, and I had sort of started to hate it, and I just took a leap of faith and I, I left. And, um, and how and long had you done that for? I had done that for 24 years. Wow. Yeah, it's what I came to this country to do. It's what I thought I was going to do forever. I had worked for a long time and I was, it took a long time to even understand that I was sort of starting to hate it and I didn't want to do it anymore. The, the garment industry? Yeah, to be in, in, at the time I thought to, to be in fashion altogether. I think now I would say to you, I just didn't want to work in the garment industry anymore. Right. Because um, you still do things pertaining to fashion. Yeah, but I resisted it for a long time. I mean, that's, a, that's sort of part of the 
uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I'd be able to do the painting that I do had I not taken that other job in the, my regular job where I work for right. um, <coughs> the musician. And I think, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens when you worked for a long time. I had been making a lot of money. And um, I honestly, after so many years, didn't feel like I had any other skill set, that I didn't know how to do anything else. And um, you, maybe you do have to sort of really get, you know, hit rock bottom and really just be unhappy before you sort of, or at least for me, yeah. I, I had this sort of heart opening or, uh, or maybe for, maybe somebody would call it like a spiritual awakening or something like that where I was just like, there's got to be something else. I yeah. can't live like this anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, you know. With and did you were uh, you also owned a, what, an organic food at the time market. when was I was that married? Before that or was after? before. Well, it was sort of during because it was at the time my husband's thing. It was earlier on in our marriage. So in the twenty-four years of my garment center career, it was in the first portion of that. Um, and um, so yes, it tell was us a about brick the, and mortar. The, yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, we had, we opened it with um, a partner uh, and his wife and. Um, it was uh, sunk all of our money into it. It was a tough. It was a tough uh, breakup uh, when we had to let go of where, it. Where yeah. where was it at? It was uh, in the East Village on Third Avenue and Ninth Street. And, and what years were, was this? Many years ago, twenty years ago. I didn't ask you how 30, old you were. Thirty years ago. Thirty years. Thirty ago. years ago yeah, in the East Village, ago. an organic market. Yeah, it was. So it was a new idea. Sure, it was novel. sure. It that was when it was first starting to to yeah. take over in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and how many years did you have it for? I think it was four years. And so you had that while you were also working in the garment district. Yeah, it was really my my husband at the time. It was right. really his thing. I mean, I didn't but do you that were much of the work, but it was definitely part of our lives, and it was a lot. <laughs> it's funny that's like on the form, like you might be an entrepreneur if you have a job and you also open a business. You just oh. might be. You <laughs> or might have you might just be really stressed out. Or well, that that comes with yeah. it a little a little a little crazy. Yeah, too. it was hard. It was hard. Nice, and you were young. You were just a baby. Yes. And then, so we you were born in India. No, I was born in Australia. You were born in Australia. I was born in Australia. And did you live in London too? No. Did I hear I you say that? No, my my father worked for the airlines when we were growing up. Okay. So we we traveled a lot, a lot. Um, I was born in Australia. I lived in India. I lived in Canada. I never Ireland. knew that about you. It's I love it on the show because you find out things All about these things. like. I mean, you know, I feel a little bit like I'm, I'm sort of faking it. Because I was born in Australia, I lived there for seven faking months it. of my life. It just sounds good to say, so I tell people. But, you, yeah, you, know. you gotta, gotta practice the accent. I have no, I just have no. It, I'm not really connected. I just really did live there. I have, I've seen this jujitsu <coughs> meme, and it's like this guy, and he's all banged up. His face is all mashed up from from training, and he's like in his office talking to one of his coworkers. Uh -huh. And he's talking about this this guy that he trains with and how they're best friends and they have this great relationship. And he's like, what's the guy's name? He's like, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> like you just, <laughs> yes. it creates, I was saying earlier, it creates these relationships. And yeah, you didn't, Jiu Jitsu is amazing. So yes. you're Australian. So you're yeah, Aborigine, is that? Yes. <laughs> Are um, you good with the, uh, no, with the boomerang? I, mean, I just finished saying that I left when I was seven months old. I thought they taught him early. Nope, then. not awesome. that early. Cool, so fashion. Food, martial arts. Mm -hmm. how, the, how the fuck did you end up working in the music industry? <laughs> so, 
I think, you know, sometimes when you take a leap of faith, you don't exactly know. That's the point of it. You don't know right. where you're going to land. And uh, I, um, I packed up my kids and I, I moved uh, I moved here to Windsor Terrace. And, um, and um, <laughs> I was looking for work because I really, I still didn't know that I could do anything else. I still was thinking, maybe there's a different type of job I can get. Maybe mm -hmm. there's something that I can still, I still look good on a resume for this particular person. And um, I went on a bunch of interviews and every time I had to fight this like sinking feeling in, my, in right. the pit of my stomach that I just didn't want to do this. But you know, I'll say, when you try and make a change in the middle of your life, I was in my mid-40s. I had two children. It, those Again, I, did, I didn't ask you how old you were. No, okay. Well, I'm <laughs> telling you, because it's relevant. <laughs> it's not easy to make a change in the middle of your life. And I right. feel like, sometimes I feel upset when I hear, oh, so, you know, you don't make any excuses and just go for it. If you don't want to do something, you got to... Those considerations are real. I had two children. I, there was no couch surfing right. happening for me. Right. I, had to, I had to land someplace where everyone could be okay. And um, so I kept looking for that work that I thought was going to get me that big salary and um, was somehow going to make it just a little bit better. Um, and in the meantime, I, uh, my sister, uh, Nina, that lives in the neighborhood, she um, was the manager for this musician. Now, I, 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 I think it's relevant that they're, she's also a musician, but they are, um, they sing devotional music. So uh, the people in... But not like uh, Billy Graham devotional music. Well, I mean, it's Colin, it's it's from the Hindu tradition in right. India. There's I just a thing called Kirtan. That. Yeah, Kirtan. It's not, which it's is not Holy response. Rollers. <laughs> yeah, call and response. Um, and um, it's a, a beautiful community to be in and uh, surrounded by people who are on a spiritual path or just, uh, you know, basically everyone looking for a sort of a better way to live, to be happy, to be content. And it was wonderful to be part of that and to hear have their voices around me all the time right. was also very beautiful. Going through that I, um, transition volunteered to help them yeah. um, I volunteered because I again didn't believe I had any skill set to to actually legitimately work there n nor were they hiring at the time and um, I'd say it was one of the best things I ever did I, I I gave I gave myself to it I didn't have a lot of worry about whether I was going to be worthy or any of that kind of all that mental stuff that happens sometimes and um, I just did what they needed me to do and it was really it was a great experience and as I sort of eased into it, it one thing led to another and then they asked me if I wanted to have a job and I was overjoyed I you know I, I let go of the idea of you know making a big salary and all of that stuff because mm -hmm. I could just feel that there was actually um, happiness on this other end over here and this which was I hadn't felt this was like time. right after like the economic meltdown yes. too right? all around yeah, me yeah. every single person I knew was getting laid off except for me right. I all I that's what I wanted I you know I kept thinking well I was glad that it wasn't me but at the same time I was like well you know and then finally I did get this great job it was actually one of the best jobs I had in the garment center and the, it was a new di division of an older company and they closed the entire division down and that is what sort of was the catalyst right. for me to say right. okay I I I this is this is my out and I mm -hmm. I'm gonna take it and um, 
So I didn't really know where any of it would go. I counted the other day, it's six years now that I've been working mm -hmm. with them. It's still, I still sometimes say, you know, three years ago, and it's, the time has just gone by, and it's been amazing. Right. I had to learn everything. I didn't know anything about being in the music business. I work on the back end, so I do things like registering tracks and things like that and putting um, albums together. I'm not a musician. I, I, you know, I, I sing in the shower. Um, nobody's interested in hearing me otherwise. And so um, it was great, you know, to be able to learn something um, at this stage in, in my life and to be, I get to work from home. Mm -hmm. um, all of those things were a really good, it made taking the pay cut less right. and less of a big deal. I, I, I hear that as a consistent theme from a lot of uh, business leaders these days. Not all of them, clearly, because there's some of them that are like, you got to get that money. Yeah. But a lot of them, uh, in particular the ones that I gravitate towards, yeah. discuss, you know, think of being happy. A balance. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't worry about the extra zero yeah. in your bank account because yeah. you can't take it with you when you go. And like when you're old and you're sitting back and you're looking <coughs> at your life, are you going to care about that zero mm -hmm. or about how yeah. you lived? Yeah. Um, so we, I usually start every show with a quote of the day. Okay. And then we dance. Okay. No, I'm kidding. You dance. <laughs> I just want to see watch. you dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and because things just kind of started uh, a little rocky because <coughs> of the tech aspects. But I also wanted to like kind of slide this in at a certain point okay. because I usually quote like Tony Robbins or Simon Sinek or somebody like that. But today I'm quoting you. What are you going to quote? We did a, a focus group, which was also kind of inspired by you. Oh, okay. Uh, in, this very, in this very room <laughs> where we're sitting. Different yeah. orientation, yes. same room. Yes. Uh, where we just brought together uh, a number of people from different backgrounds. So real estate agent, Serena, um, a coffee broker and a gentleman that owns an online tutoring company and uh, just chewed the fat about outreach representation a little social media a little social branding but just just like who are you what are you business identification competition things like that and and I find that anytime we have one of these little meetings or there's a, 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 a broadcast to show, there's always a, a little gym, there's a, a, like a five second gym mm, and, and Serena offered it that oh. night. And it has to do with what you said directly pertaining to what you said about how you got involved with your current situation. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember saying this, but you said you can only be of service if you were delivering something of value. Otherwise, you're not serving anybody. And there's a bunch of different ways to cut up value, mm -hmm. like what is value, but... Yes, because it's relative to right. the um, But it directly connects to what you said about the pay cut and happiness, where yes. you were in a situation where you were just like, I like these people, yep. this is good, this is the message I need to hear, how can I help, yep. you know? And so that was value to them. They weren't looking for a position, they just, you just offered something with no real expectations. Right, no agenda. Yeah, exactly. And then a lot of times that can turn into some really good, sure. really good stuff. Yeah. Um, it's I'm not a religious person. Uh, I don't follow. I don't know that I am either. Right, I think there's a d little distinction between spirit, being spiritual right. and being, and following a religion. Well, well then how do you feel about karma? I mean, I don't get into all of that <laughs> okay, kind of cool. stuff. I, yeah. I don't either, but, but there is definitely energy. I think so, and yeah. I, I do think that you know there is. 
a, a path that we're sort of set on and, and these and things happen to us and um, and I guess that's your karma and you have to figure out how in this life you want to navigate those things and I think that um, a spiritual practice or a, or a movement practice or a jujitsu practice all of these things help us navigate those things well, and even and even more on a just a fundamental level in terms of energy. I meaning, like if you uh, if you're in a conversation with somebody yeah. and you uh, start it with an angry tone, sure. you probably expect to receive an angry tone yes. back. Yeah. But if you start it in a gentle tone, right. it wouldn't be uh, you know outlandish for you to expect a gentle tone back. You might sure. not always get it, but the yeah. same with with that energy and that that spirit of giving and just yeah. uh, expectationless. Uh, service, yeah. you know, oftentimes mm -hmm. you'll, it will reciprocate yeah. and that can be, that can yeah. be really great. And, and I, I've benefited from the same in a number of ways yeah. in the last few years. Giving um, and receiving. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, sure. and just not having an agenda and just like laying into things that I really think are valuable and just wanting them to succeed. Yeah. And then they bring, whether it's financial spiritual physical a combination of three yeah. a lot of a lot of really great yeah. benefits have come from that uh, and and just like kind of riding that wave and thinking that way more especially in terms of business it's hard to it's let hard. go of the, like the Are dollar you, sure. <laughs> yeah i mean you can't completely or you're gonna be broke and out in the there's street there's also a little bit of, of sort of stigma attached to it it's like well, what are you doing this for if you're not yeah. doing it for this or don't you want to grow your business i used to hear that right, a lot right. and it was because yeah. my default is also come working from big companies where that was the goal Everything and you, and was you about dealt with it a lot i mean you yeah, know from sure. from owning a family-owned business yes. and seeing what happens there yeah. and the big company yeah. side yeah, yeah. i got to undo all of that that was right. sort of like it was literally like a default right? I was like wait I don't have to do that anymore yeah, no. but in order to, to, to just f sort of follow your heart you it takes a lot of faith you know you really have yeah. to let yourself be guided it's not well I think it, I mean you might think you know you might have practiced and like done whatever you've done for a long time and feel yeah. like I know what's gonna happen and you still don't know no. <laughs> it's always a leap of faith it's just no. a matter of like yeah. what you've convinced it's yourself true. what the outcome it's is true. the potential yeah. outcome is yeah. gonna yeah. be like yeah. you have yeah. no idea and like the, I think the more you embrace that yeah. the, the smoother things can go to and be very jujitsu uh, like response just like feel where the pressure is coming from instead of thinking I'm gonna smash that pressure and push back Kind yeah, of the softer you become. Yeah. I mean, that's. I, I used to. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about uh, about making, you know, ha making a transformation in your life, and uh, I sort of just. I was like, you know, you sort of soften against the stuff that's coming at you, mm -hmm. so that you can find your way around it. Um, and, and when you don't have a choice, like when it's bigger than you, yeah. it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's kind of like when way. you and I train, sure. and I'm just like smashing your face yes. into the mat. Yes, exactly. That's exactly how it is. <laughs> So I'm, I'm curious, and I have been since, since you said that that night, because I have it on video when you okay. said that, and I was like, whoa, stop the bus. I got to write yes, this down. Like, that was great. Where did that come from? Where, like, that's a, it's a pretty profound statement. Yes, and, it's and it was like all these business people around, and like nobody, nobody else was like saying anything like that. And I've never said it before, but I, I think it's just, I just relate how I really. I really feel I do I do um, address everything that I do for the most part from the point of being of service of, of uh, being useful I, I, I would like 
for to have a, a positive just whatever I don't want to say impact or whatever just somebody anybody uh, to have a positive experience whichever whatever I'm experiencing and so I think what I um, what I meant is is that you kind of can't you we're not there's nothing to fake you have to whatever your the thing that's of value is real right mm -hmm. and that's the only that's the only way that it's I think that's kind of what I where I was coming from so I said can you repeat what I said to me I can't. you're only delivering you're only being of service if you're delivering something of value correct uh-huh otherwise so, yeah. you're not serving otherwise, anybody yeah because do you, but I said it because for me, I don't remember the content. I don't remember what we were talking about before. But I think it was about actually how do you put yourself, how do you put your stuff out there? And I think that what I was trying to get at is um, is being sincere mm -hmm. and and uh, being real about what it is that you're putting out there. Look, I, I mean, I I do the painting thing, for instance. Right. That as much as I I love 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 my job, and it's a full time job. I did miss. Um, I missed touching pencils and those kind of things and so um, but I had rejected everything about being in fashion about advertising about about all of that kind of stuff so then when I started to talk about well I have these if you want to buy them it became I had to I had to work I had to sort of work on it I mm. had to like reset myself and figure out how was I going to do it and for me the the best way was to be sincere I think and that's what I was thinking I was saying. So to just really be just to recap, you yes. worked for a big company, you owned your own business, yes. you on I the did everything backwards. on the side yes. you make your own clothes and just sell them like so what happened? hustle. You might be an entrepreneur if if yes. I mean I look the, the long version. You're so of funny because you're like I'm was, not an entrepreneur. Oh I know. And uh, you'll talk to Professor Laurel and I talk about it all the time. Yeah. But um I I wanted to I, I wanted to again I wanted to to follow anything that I felt was going to give me joy yeah. and and it and it did I started to paint just for myself I had a ton of black clothes that's all mm -hmm. I ever wore and I had this one bottle of paint that takes color out of black and um, and so I started to do it and people were like oh can I have one and I gave them away and then I ran out of that stuff, and then I realized it costs money to, I mean, I did not know these things, but if in <laughs> a perfect world, I'd be just giving this stuff away, and right. it wouldn't you know, take the time that it does to make it. And yeah. so um, I wanted to be involved in a charitable project, and so I sort of tied those two things together. So I give money from everything yeah. I paint to um, an organization. And um, I, I think that's where I was coming from when I said it, that if you, but I think it was because the, I think the coffee guy had said something about sure. posting and and yeah um, no there was there yeah. was there was something brewing yeah. in the air for sure but I, yeah. I, again just thinking of like even deeper I didn't know if it was like you had read something that pertained to that um, oh, I think I just or, really I, I think this the I think there's a lot of I think it can be easy especially when you're talking about social media to start feeling like you have to make up stuff, you know, because everything has to look great all the time. Right. And, and, and or not. Yes, and, or <laughs> it doesn't have to look great, and nor do you have to share every bad thing that happens or every good thing that happens. But I, I think I wanted to say that I, it has to, for you to have happiness from what you're doing, 
you can fake it as much as you want. It mm -hmm. has to be real. Otherwise, yeah. you're not going right. to be happy, right? You're just, and so that's what I was trying to get at. Well, and for me, I mean, I've spent the majority of my life, <coughs> most of my career in service, yes. you know, whether it was sales or, or uh, you know, restaurants. Um, and, and that never occurred to me. It was never really discussed, which is funny because that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, the that's the job. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was always so much about the sale. Yeah. Get the sale. Add to the sale. Make mm -hmm. the sale bigger next time. You know. And and in a way, I I, I started to do <coughs> that thing. You know, like added value without knowing it, or knowing <coughs> what it was called. I was just being myself and having fun and. Fortunately for me, I, I worked in fields that I was passionate about, so it was easy for that to come right. through. I was never faking it. I w always was behind what I was doing. If not, I had to leap, like just inside. I was like, mm -hmm. ah, it's too creepy mm -hmm. to do that. Um, but it's just interesting that <laughs> like, to that concept totally invaded the service yeah. <laughs> industry, the industry for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Professor Laura was the first one to put that bug in my ear, too. Yeah. Like, what's the added value? Like, sure. for here, for Della, what's yeah. the added value? And I was just like, shit. Like, yeah. We make good food. She's yeah. like, no, but you're a restaurant. Like, yeah. you have to make good food. You know? Yes. <laughs> so yes, no, you have to make good food. I was food, like, sure. is it the music? Like, you yeah. know, like, what, yeah. what is it? And, and some things have become apparent over time. Uh, and it definitely has to do with, um, with the level of comfort and, and the vibe. And not so much about, like, oh, I gave that person free dessert. You know, like, that's not added value. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's so many deeper levels to it, and I'm just I feel like I'm just scratching the surface, but it's yeah. completely foreign to yeah. me after being in the service industry for so long, like 25 years. I was like, well, hmm. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's funny how these things happen, but I, right. I think it's like me being unhappy in the garment center for 24 years and not just I had just sort of decided that there was no way out, right? Until one day there was a way out, mm -hmm. and so I think you can get tunnel vision it's important to sort of just yeah sure keep yourself sure. open and, and and for me it had a lot to do with the way I was taught you know starting in this industry like like the early 90s and that was it was still like the 1980s kind of Wall Street movie you know mm -hmm. Michael Douglas Wall yeah, Street yeah. movie yeah, mentality yeah. Um, and a lot of the people that I work for even though they were like nice guys you know good people um, that was just the, the pervasive mentality at the time. And what's very liberating now is the people that I listen to that are business leaders are like, fuck that shit, you mm -hmm. know? Like, we gotta move on, and it has to do more with added value, yeah. really delivering yeah. on the service, uh, no expectations, mm -hmm. you know? Just, just put what you feel is right out there yes. and, and do it repeatedly, and just don't, don't worry about it yeah. you know because yes. you have no control anyways like stop obsessing over what's the quarter going to be like or the month or the mm -hmm. year to year yeah. or, you know but if you believe in what you're offering then you're providing a service right yeah. and and if you can if you can do it in a very sincere way yeah. and for me i what i'm finding is that that's the base level <coughs> that's as far as i've gotten sorry guys um yeah. so far is is to do it in a really sincere and thoughtful and honest way I feel like that's a good foundation, and that there's a lot of other layers it's that I'm just yeah. that I'm just not aware of yet. Yeah. But I, I feel like that's a good a good place to start. Yeah. And so that was the situation for you once you came on board with with this musician who's quite. He's quite yeah. His name is Krishna Das. For um, some people may or may not know him, and um, he's quite popular. He's yes, he got, is. He 
plays internationally. He does. He tours um, just like a regular rock like musician. A rocker. Uh, he and so there is. <laughs> He's like the of rock work. and roll haiku guy, right? Yeah, there's plenty of behind the scenes work for him. Um, it's it's beautiful to to see. You know, if I can help him do his thing, and he's helping so many people, right. then I I feel like I'm. Well, that's have, tons so of service, right? Purposeful, yeah, yeah. The work that I do on uh, behind the scenes, and so I'm I'm really so grateful to be able to do it every day. I wake up um, thinking about that, and and my my older sister is the person that who's my immediate boss, mm -hmm. and uh, she also is a singer, and it's um it's really it's just it's um I just I so, still sometimes pinch myself that I get to. I get to wake up and do this and do it from my home and, and pick up my kids from school. I mean, my kids are big now, but when I started this, they weren't, you know, and it was, um, but I, I don't, I, I still want to say, I, f I feel very lucky, but I still want to say that there was an openness. I was, I was not looking in the same box anymore. Mm -hmm. I, and that, I think, was huge, yeah. hugely helpful for, for me to be able to think that this was an option to offer right. myself, for them to feel it from me or to feel like they could trust me to do something or whatever. So it was really, um, it was great. That's why it was sort of surprising to me when I started to feel like I needed something else, you know, I, and, and when I started to paint. But I think that was more that I'm sort of an artist, I'm an artist well, at heart, like that's my, my... It's inspirational as well, like you, you, I think you were probably <coughs> feeding off of that energy and I it fueled so. another part of your brain that, that brought you yeah. joy. I also. was with all these people that, that you know, that, that sang or played, I mean there's a bunch of really amazing musicians too mm -hmm. that play with them and they're all doing their, their, the thing that speaks to them and so I, I think I was, I felt like my expression is the painting, that's mm -hmm. just the way I, right. I do it, like I said, I don't sing or play an instrument and um, that was awesome for me to be able to pursue that and to be able to do it at a pace that again didn't you know I don't on paper none of it seemed sent nothing I did right. made made sense yes. none of it made any what like didn't that's seem like practical staring at, it's like anything. staring at your P&Ls over and over and yeah. trying to figure out like where to yeah. make up a penny yeah. you know I mean you have to do that a little bit but yeah. like and you, so you said another thing that was really interesting. It was like you just had to look into a different box. Yeah. And that's, I think that's great advice whether you're looking to completely change. So maybe you're out there and you're working for somebody and you're like, this is not what I want to do. Right. This is not feeding my soul. Like for me, I was actually a musician. Yes. I was a full-time freelance musician playing all the time. <clears throat> had like hundreds of gigs, you know, getting calls left and right, traveling, the whole thing, and I fucking hated it. I was like, is what I went to school to yeah. do as a kid. I was like, this is all I want to do if I could get to the point where I'm just traveling and playing music and making a good living off of it, which I had all of that, then I'll be happy. And I got there and I was like, this yeah. sucks. Partially because the, the a lot of what I was doing was lack void of substance <laughs> you I mean, know I where where the, the yeah, where the real funny. money was at um, <coughs> and the things that really stoked my soul did not make that much money at least not in that it's funny because that's <coughs> these things are all starting to apply to the way i perceive myself in music going back you know especially like 15 years ago when I had just gotten out of school and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this thing, I'm going all in on this, and I perceived myself in one particular way. Yeah. I was just looking in one box, yeah. you know? Yeah. And lately, I had to shelf a lot of things for a number of reasons, but lately I started to look in some of those other boxes, yeah. and I was like, oh, and, and this also totally maybe, works. Yes, and I guess also I used to feel a lot of pressure that you had to 
it was all or nothing, right? There couldn't be this balance. You couldn't mm -hmm. find and seek out happiness in a couple of different places right. and have them all in your life and and um, and find the balance that way. And and so for me, the art became the other part, and yeah. it balanced it out. The the charity component to that that was just my own project. Um, we do a lot of of work like that for for my boss, but at the but I I wanted my own pri I wanted my own thing, and so. It's not a ton of money that I give away every right. year, but I did come up with a little bit of a small a formula that worked for mm -hmm. me, and um, so I guess I, I feel like I'm I'm feeding from a, a bunch of different places, yeah. and then the the, well, the final. But I think my upbringing wasn't like that. No, my, my, I, yeah. maybe I'm dating. You just it was like <laughs> everything was supposed to happen. Wait, how old are you? <laughs> I went to school for one thing. I came to this country to do this. I came mm. all the way to did do this. Did you go to FIT? Thing. Yes, I yeah. did. I went to FIT. I applied as an international student. Um, From Australia. No, I was in India at the time. Oh my God, I was in India at the time. I'm it never gonna let better. this go. This I is was, gonna yes. Everything was from Australia. Everything was from Australia. How does kangaroo taste? It's amazing. It's horrible. So, you you sidetracked me. God damn it. Um, I totally you forgot. I had, a, you know, I had a really good. You you said you something did? that really like. Oh, I I know what I was gonna say. I, I got this great advice. This was business advice, and it was, I, I, I was already in New York, so it was, it was, you know, just shy of 15 years <coughs> ago, and it was from a guy that I used to work for, um, who's, who's just a little bit older than me, but he, he started young. He probably opened his first business when he was like 23 or something like mm -hmm. that. I mean, he really hit it hard. And he's a restaurant guy, he's opened, he's opened dozens. Mm -hmm. And, and I watched him kind of progress from that, that 1980s business mentality mm -hmm. to a much more open thing, which is funny because we're, we still, we've been really close friends since like 1993, mm -hmm. I think, you know? And, and there, there are periods where I don't talk to him for like six months, eight months, sometimes a year. And, and then we'll, we'll chat and he, you know, just to watch his evolution has really been great mm -hmm. and given me confidence. But one of the things he said to me at one point was, it's better for you to have 20% of five things than 100% of one. Mm -hmm. Now he was talking about business, sure. but I started to apply that to a lot of different things. Like my workout routine. I've yes. always been into fitness and wanted to stay fit. And there were times where I was like, I'm just gonna do this Only and get like something. really great at that. Mm -hmm. But I found the diversity, you know, has been, has been better and, and offered me a wider range of what, I, what I'm really looking for, you know, the mm -hmm. benefit. Um, yeah. Even though, like, for the last four and a half years, jujitsu and and martial arts has been the core of what I've done. Like, you find it does it, that yeah, that formula is not exact. Something. Yeah. Yes, I, it's I, not I so it's not always that. exact, but mm -hmm. just to, just to be pliable that way and think that way. And then I hear other people, other business minds, right now saying something similar, where if you have a hundred percent, whatever's working for you really good, you should go big on that. You should double down on that. So if that was 40%, maybe make that 80% and then you've got all these other things here mm -hmm. in a smaller percentage, whatever the ratios yeah, are, that doesn't really matter. there is only one of you. But I the same could be yeah. said for the activities you, part you participate in. And the main reason for that is because that thing that's working for you right now might, yeah. you know, and it, it might adjust and, and that might decline. And as long as you've got uh, you know the fire kind of burning already mm -hmm. under these mm -hmm. other things they'll they'll supplement each other and so it can be said to of just like whatever makes you happy so I was just gonna say you know what's giving you joy right 
Or, right. or maybe they're all giving you joy, but one of them is actually paying you more. Right. And that's, a, that's, that's legitimate. Or something you know? that you were just doing that just gave you joy. You had no intentions of making money from and like all of a sudden you're making money yes. from it and you're like wow and then that could like slowly creep on yes. the thing that five, for the last seven years was yeah. like your bread and butter right. it could adjust yeah. that doesn't mean that has to completely go away and you have sure. to quit it's not that mentality right. of like or your skill level here is way higher yeah and, sure. and you need to you know you need to do some more work right. uh, but that mentality yeah. of like I think of like and my my parents didn't even really do it where they stuck with you know the one career and, but that was their oh, generation see, it did. was yeah yeah, my <laughs> my parents didn't. Um, it was it was you know put on them to mm -hmm. do that. Like you need to do this and um, and really pursue that. Yeah. I, they both have settled on things that they've done for a while right. now, but it was never like they got out of college, studied this one thing, did that one thing, and just stayed with that. Mm -hmm. it, it definitely meandered, but that I think that was definitely the prevailing mentality mm -hmm. at the time. And fortunately for me, they didn't push that on me. They were just like got to do something yeah yeah <laughs> I think they would have preferred if I did better in school but yeah well I made it I got there <laughs> I think they're happy with the, the yeah. product now it's, you're not still living with them it's, it's all <laughs> right yes. although sometimes maybe so so what are some of now that you you know we've we've gone through like your history and some uh -huh. of the crazy things you've done currently what are some of the things that you're doing mm -hmm. for this, and how many people are really employed in the organization that you work for? It's not that many, right? No, um, it's small. I don't even know how to, I, 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 you know, I don't really know the answer, but I, it's under 10. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah. So this is a, an internationally touring artist mm -hmm. um, with a good following. How many, how many uh, albums, what are, what, are, what are people putting out these days? I can't keep so up with the kids anymore. <laughs> we still put out CDs, yeah. He did, he did, I think we're up to 17. Damn, you're old. Yeah, 17. Because 17. I think when you tour, this is what I've understood. You sell people them. buy, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, otherwise, it's all digital. You right, know? right. Some of the smaller, I, I've nobody's, helped out some Nobody's buying a CD off of Amazon, but if you're, right. that's what if I experienced too. If you're touring at the, at the merch table. If you have table, a merch table, yeah. they will buy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if it's, if it's yeah. like 10 or less. It's been interesting learning all of that kind yeah. of stuff. It's it's great. It's so, so much fun. The, the work is so much fun. But then there's also this other, this the, um, the CDs are put out because b basically what he does is he's he's sharing his practice of chanting. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why we do that. But there there is a lot of spoken word. And it, but it's like meditative like for the most part. It's yeah. like meditative. But he talks about his experience. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't teach meditation particularly, but it's definitely it's there like are co-teachers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a great uh, world to be in. It's it's. Um, so 17, 17 releases. <coughs> I haven't been then, involved right, in all no, of them, but, of course. But, uh, and, and some digital as well. Yeah. Um, what, are, what are some of the things then that, like day to day, what are like that some I of do? Your, your tasks? Yeah. So really, I mean, those are, obviously we're not putting out albums every day, but so I really, what I was hired to do was to catalog all of his work. Um, so that they, they could it could eventually be released digitally. Right. We had recordings and stuff, but they weren't in any uh, concise way. And so, mm -hmm. as I've, uh, what I what I do with my sister is to create different ways to share some of the teachings. Like we we started a podcast series, mm -hmm. um, and we have a, a video series that we release on YouTube. We, those are all free. We also have a five. We also set up a five hundred one c three because. Um, there is a charitable organization attached to what he wants to nice. do, and so yeah, it's it's really nice work. 
And, um, and what are some of the other platforms you've released digitally on? Um, spot our podcasts are everywhere. Mm -hmm. I, iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Play, and any of these other. Is it all just subscription, or is there downloadable? Like, have you guys messed mm, with on my SoundCloud? Web, on our website, or? SoundCloud, yeah, they're they're hosted there. Right. That is where we and, host them, and, and you can iTunes download. Or I think you can download those, right, and listen to them offline. Just in really podcast know. form. I think so. Yeah. 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 You can listen to it on our website and download it. And are there any, you know, there's like, when you say catalog, I was just thinking of like mm -hmm. the guys that I went to school with that just sit at home and like kick out digital music and put it into catalog for like commercial use. Mm -hmm. right, have you all done anything like that as no. well? Okay. Um, no, when I meant catalog, I meant organize, gotcha. like actually at organizing the, the work. There mm -hmm. was a, a bunch of, um, of stuff that had been kept, but not not organized. Gotcha. We didn't even really know what we had. And right. Eventually, you know, those things can be used for teachings in the future and we put uh, together an online course at nice. one point so yeah it's been really good i mean these are things i didn't know how to do so it's kind say, of awesome yeah no all that all those years in the garment industry <laughs> well i tell you what it taught me it taught me how to be a project manager and mm -hmm. i think that that's a big time management mm -hmm. uh, being able to foresee that things go wrong um you know Equipment fails even though you just tested it, so you had even to back up for just a backup. Bought this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, so that kind of, I think that's what it taught me. And then yeah. I was, um, you know, I had some maturity, so I was able to follow through without um, to needing a lot of supervision or and that kind of thing. And I think that's why I feel like I've, I think of, at least I've found myself a home. Nice. Yeah. And you also dabble in social media for. I do. Yes, children. for them. <coughs> it's just, it's sort of felt, um, it's a nice way to reach people. Mm -hmm. um, we do, he has a big Facebook following, he has a big, uh, th you know, some of the people are older, although this is, there is an influx of some younger people that want to be, um, uh, want to, to access like, the teachings. Like 50, 60 year old younger. Is the Facebook crowd we found is pretty, is older, yeah, like my age. And, um, and then there's the younger crowd, we have a big Instagram following too. Um, and so and we divide it up. Yeah, I mean, I don't do the Facebook. My, I have a, I have a, there's another uh, person that does the, the Facebook stuff. I do some, I do the Instagram, but I, you know, even that, like, you have to learn the way people think and, mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of ADD attached to, you know, the people who, who do the scrolling and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't mean that it's not worth writing something if you have something that you want to say. And um, I think, Again, just it's important to be sincere. I think people can feel that, and right. it doesn't have to be the most uh, art, art artistic post. Right. You know, I mm -hmm. I love a, a beautiful picture and all that, but it, it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be. If it's fake, um, it d it discredits it. No, I remember I, a long time ago. I had to do a voiceover. I had no. Um, I was going to ask you about that because I remember you doing a. I had to do yes. Every now and then I do these it. things. Yes, it was it actually a, a throwback picture. That was that day actually. I did it. Um, I was trying to help out my sister, and I had really no experience. I had a little. I had done some little translation kind of stuff in mm -hmm. dubbing of movies when I was much younger, but I didn't really have this type of experience. And so I was the lady that was helping me was remote. She was just in my ear. She was talking to me, and she um, as I was doing it, she said to me, she said, smile. Smile while you're talking. Like nobody people, can see me. <laughs> no, but she said to me, "People can hear you smile." Yeah. Oh, and oh, I thought nice. that was amazing. It yeah. makes a huge difference. And I think 
I think what that means is, is that your intention gets transmitted. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same thing for anything that you do. It's the same thing for when I paint and the patterns disappear and people are like, well, I can feel it. And I think it's that it's important to everything that you do. Yeah. You serve food that way, you cook food that way. And um, people can feel your intention. Sure. It gets transmitted. It's and no different than when you're recording music, like when you're in yeah. a studio and you're separated sure. in your rooms and people stuff. People can feel your heart in it, yeah. You, it's, I find it's, you, you can really still capture <coughs> the, it, even, uh, you know, remote tracking and, and tracking at different times. Sometimes I'll throw down a drum track and I'll have my buddy who lives in Long Island overdub it at mm -hmm. another date. But we played together so much that we can we can kind of summon that live feeling yeah. that we get when yeah. we're in front of a room full of people and mm -hmm. it's hot, you know. Um, I absolutely think people can hear if you're just like, I'm in a room, bum, 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 you know. And they can feel your mood and your, and yeah. Have you seen some of the, the, the cartoons of, uh, it's it's people on Instagram in particular where they're like holding up their phone and there's like a spotlight on them and like a bag of money but behind them it's like <laughs> like bones oh, like bones and skulls oh, no. <laughs> and it shows them all happy but then it shows like their oh. soul behind them like yeah. cowering and, and the the spotlight is just like really yeah. small on like what their picture is and then but then the rest of it is just like I mean you know put out there whatever you want to but just make I guess for me I'm just like just be be true to yourself and just be honest with yourself about are, are, is this where you want to be yeah know, is this what you well, another one of the things that I've I've heard in a lot of hot discussion lately is like the social media and it's it's uh, it's place in in our society and mm -hmm. our lives and mm -hmm. who we think we are and a lot of people are like oh it's just encouraging people to be fake and then I've heard other people say no it's just exposing the fake people like it's pretty easy to see like mm -hmm. if that person is sure. doing that like sure. They would do it before, yeah. you know. It, it, it wasn't as public. Sure. You know. It was all there. But it's we just, always it comes were like, at you so yeah, fast and right. so much, uh, so easily. But, but it also it expedites them being exposed as fake. It just like it's just like yeah, but that's bullshit, and you know it. Like that's not your yeah. life. Like and I know you. I hear you complain all the time. Like when I talk to you, that's not yeah. how you live. Yeah. But then all your your it's just. But then pretty the, obvious. the other thing is the people hating on it. You know, it tell it says something about them too. Right. Um, you know, so <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, I have I get into conversations about social media manners and people sort of look at me a little bit like, you know, I think you're, you're paying you're giving it. Like too what? Much. What, what are some examples? Um, I always say, you know, think of your your page or, or, you know, your account or whatever as as being at a party. You know, some people you don't know all the people. Right. You know that those people know some people that, you know, are you seriously walking in there and just ignoring everyone? Are you not smiling back if somebody smiles at you? Right. If somebody says, hey, nice shirt, you're not saying thank you. And right. so I guess I, I always sort of liken it to that. And I'm like, and that's I great. so, yeah, like, you know, that's why there's such a thing as likes and shares and comments mm. and um, use those, right. you know, it, it's. So it's you're referring to somebody, like if somebody leaves you <coughs> a comment on a photo or something like that and you just, you're just like, yeah, don't I think respond, so. nothing. I, yeah, I think it's. I, I think if you can't, especially when we're not talking about people that have a gazillion followers, you can't keep up after a while. Right. But I think that if you if you are interacting, it, it wouldn't be a bad thing to do it. it. But it's also okay if you are the kind of person that just posts and you don't look, but then you don't care if anybody sees. You know, there's a lot of different well, types of personalities. Like 
for you and I, yeah. especially like your job, you use it for outreach. So you're. This is where I think it is important. Yeah. If you're trying eventually to sell something or have somebody come someplace or you know eat at your restaurant, just or some buy kind a of interaction, or what buy they my pants, like or conversion, conversion, yeah. yeah. I hate all that stuff. It's, yeah, it makes me nuts. But I think at that point, like that then there has to be some kind of a give and take. There has to mm. be the sort of respect that you have for the person that you need, basically. Right. And so sometimes people are like, you know, you're the problem because I'm putting so much weight in. What's the big deal? It doesn't occur to me to like this, that, and the other people scroll. And I do think people just do it without sure. thinking. For some it's people, not it's this just calculated. A, it's just yeah. entertainment. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like. Um, the platforms can be really useful. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I know people say I'm sick of my feed. I'm like, well, just you know, make it so that you don't have to be sick of it. If you care about, right. um, you know, b uh, environmental issues, then follow people that do good work. There's a lot of people doing really great work and putting out really good content. You don't have to hate your feed, right. or you can just get off the platform. That's also okay. We'll just switch but it up. But like you said, you know, you, two things that you said <coughs> that would be good advice for that is look in a different box. <coughs> like stop posting the same shit that you've been posting. Right. Stop trying to imitate the other people around right. you. Right. Like just think outside of the box. Yeah. And then the other thing you said was it doesn't have to be the best picture. If the intent is right behind it, I think people if there's feel good like intention behind it, yeah. and it's so don't worry so much about the creative because what beauty is, beauty is very is it subjective or objective? Beauty is objective? Subjective. Subjective. Yeah. subjective. subjective. It's different for everybody. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like, you might think like, oh, I can't post this because people are going to think that's ugly. But somebody might, somebody, the person that you need to make a connection with might be like, oh, that's so awesome. I'm reaching out to you because I love that. So yeah. stop hyper-focusing on what you think quality is so much in terms of like for everybody else. Like you have to have your own, you have to have, you know, a set of standards, but don't make that the, the stamp all for everybody. Don't let everybody. it hold you back if you've yeah. got something to say. Yeah. You know? and, if, and if you are kind of frustrated yeah. with the things are going, yeah. one of the things that I did recently was just get some new lenses for yeah. the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't frustrated. I'm just always looking for like the next new thing and I was just like, sure. love flipping things on its side yeah. a little bit. So I got some lenses and like, I'm like, oh, this is great. You yeah. know, and, and the response has been good. I didn't mm -hmm. need it, but those are just some yeah. suggestions. Yeah. I think, because I, I guess I feel bit. always a little uh, um, like, um, when you, if you take any courses or anything about people talking about, get, you know, gaining followers and stuff like that on your, your platforms, they'll tell you post and you know everything has to be aesthetically really beautiful. And yes, it does. If that's if your goal is to just gain followers, and right. I, of right. course, if something is aesthetically pleasing, you'll get somebody to stop more than if it's not. But just for the regular person, or just maybe sort of small time, like the way I am and the way I want to sell my stuff, I think it's really just most important that what you're putting out there is is from your heart and I well and relative one person i listen to talks about putting different stuff out for different markets like one post might go out and that's only going to appeal to like 20 mm -hmm. percent right here mm -hmm. the other 80 percent he's not worried about right then like you might not like it you might scroll over it doesn't matter because mm -hmm. i got another one yeah. <laughs> for you a little later mm -hmm. yeah. you know later in the day later mm -hmm. in the week or whatever mm -hmm. but yeah you, just like that yeah. the rule we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. what is the thing the 80 20 what is that that law called again it comes up we talk about it in jujitsu a lot where like 80 percent of the injuries happen at the top 20 percent of uh, uh, 
intensity. Yeah, intensity. And, I think. Uh, yeah, but that, there's a. Yeah. There's a. I wrote it down. Sorry, Professor Carroll. Yes, yeah, sorry, Professor Carroll. We should <laughs> <know> <laughs> remember. 80% um, of the injuries happen at the top 20%. But it applies to just so many yeah. things. It was mentioned yeah. earlier, like 80%. You know, if it, yeah. yeah, if you've got like, mm -hmm. if you're looking for 100% output, it's not 100% of one thing, but like mm -hmm. 80 and then 20 and others, and then it might fluctuate. Mm -hmm. It might move around. Mm -hmm. um, the, the same could apply to your social media marketing approach where this particular type style of creative may get you a lot of feedback, but you should always be playing with other little things because you have no idea what else is out there. And and the feedback and the market, you know, the people that are that are giving you the most love right now, that could change really quickly. And also quickly. maybe don't get so hooked on the number of likes and stuff like that. Like, you know, sometimes- I heard Instagram was getting rid of likes. I, I would heard love that to see that happen. That would I, be so I wonder, I, I'm confused about why. I'd like to understand that a little better, but I think- I've heard it's be they, because things started to bottleneck into just one type of post oh. and it became less creative and, and there was a decline in usership and then you got, you know, things like TikTok and LinkedIn, even Twitter, I think, uh, starting to grow and mm -hmm. they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like, so they're just trying to shift things up to mm -hmm. bring users back. Mm -hmm. But I, I've heard that people with a lot of followers, that's declined. Like for me, like I have a few hundred, but nothing's changed. <coughs> but for the people that are really playing the game at the highest level, mm -hmm. there have been like some pretty big shifts. Uh -huh. And uh, just I heard that, that they were concerned that the creative just really got bland mm -hmm. and that's why people were more more concerned about likes like I don't care if you like it if you see it and somehow it brings attention That's to something I that I say. feel like is good that yeah. should be on the planet and should be shared yeah if that you is reach the even most, just a few people like, yeah it's still you don't have to like it, it you don't yeah. have to comment but if it gets in front of you and it brings you awareness and you're like hmm, yeah that I think that's good for life and that would be good for me yeah. Yeah. then I think that's the most important thing uh, the gentleman I was speaking to earlier uh, talking to about earlier he for his restaurants he put yeah. a lot into social media marketing going back like maybe maybe not even not less than five years ago because this place was open already when we talked about it and there was a point where he was like you got to just go all in on social media and like run Facebook ads and da 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 da, da. and he was like it doesn't matter what you put up just put at put put content out there and I was like okay you know I'm gonna try it and I was like oh, it was creepy and then I talked to him about a year ago and he was like so we found that <laughs> If you put it all into social media, it's not so great. Like people, he was saying something to the effect that like people, people almost feel like they're, they're part of your business just by liking your stuff on social media. They're like, oh yeah, no. But like, they want to feel like they're part of it. Right, them, yeah. but they don't, it doesn't turn into any kind of action necessarily. Uh, and he, he deals with a bunch of mm -hmm. think takes. But he said, don't worry about the content. Don't like the, what I was saying. Don't be so concerned about oh, like okay. getting that perfect shot uh -huh. of food. He was like, sometimes we just put a picture of, of an animal and yeah. we get like ten thousand likes. You know, mm -hmm. just like he, it's just a person that just likes to feel out, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. what's happening and, and see what responses are like. Um, but at a certain point, he was like, okay, there's there is a desensitizing point where if you go too hard mm -hmm. into social media. You, you can desensitize people where it becomes just a digital thing, which is like for what I do and for, and for what you do as well. I mean, you could purely have digital relationships for your, for, for the music for brand. Sure 
you know, uh, people like want people his just teachings, and they can't it. always they can't always come to a right. live event. So we but we you probably have a lot more people patronizing online than coming to live events, right? Just because it's it's yes, yeah. Um, I mean, cause there's overlap. For but you sure, can't but you can't get di dinner digitally. You can't eat right exactly pictures yes. of food, right? And uh, you yeah. can't watch a jujitsu video right. and yeah. get in better shape. Sure, you know. So I always think of it more like. Uh, more like a dating app where you start the conversation digitally, but it's to be it needs to intimate. My, my like you don't else. get on yeah. a dating app, right? To yeah. uh, to just have a digital relationship. Sure, right? it needs to. It <laughs> it's needs like to we're gonna evolve. go out, and yeah. then it might. Yeah. So <coughs> I, I always think of it that way, where uh, it's it's just the beginning of a conversation that hopefully will become intimate. So whether you mm -hmm. like it or not, whether you comment. If you see it, mm -hmm. and and I get feedback that mm -hmm. says like people saw it, and the response is not mm -hmm. bad, <laughs> you know, um, and it and it turns into something that would be mm -hmm. intimate later. That f for me is the goal. That's like the end prize. It's mm -hmm. just to create the intimate relationship. I believe in the things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you do too. Mm -hmm. Like not just for yourself, right? Like this, <coughs> this is good. Yeah. You know, this is good stuff. Uh, so that's a, a good a good tool. Mm -hmm good utilization, a good approach, mm -hmm. is like stop thinking so much about getting a bunch of likes and having like gazillion followers. Mm -hmm. Just are you representing? Are you being sincere? Are you being honest? Is mm -hmm. it bringing you the kind of attention that you want? Yeah, I, and I, it is nice to receive positive feedback. Sure. It is nice to have a tangible way to understand whether you yeah. got the positive feedback. I mean, you need some so sort I'm not of analytics. So much, yeah, I'm not yeah. so. Um, but the analytics are only available to people with business accounts, and that's why I'm a fan of of what I call the manners. And and I, mm -hmm. I think um, we are putting things out for a particular <laughs> reason. Yeah, we're going to do a book called The, the Manners. manners. Um, we are, we are putting, I mean, I, my Instagram account is sort of like a diary for myself. So sometimes right. I put stuff up just as a, just to earmark certain times in my life and yeah. things like that. But um, I think, I just think everything we do should always be mindful in whichever way it can be. And, and then however, whatever that means for you or me or, or, or whatever the outcome is, it's, it's okay. As long as it's mindful, it feels like... Um, everybody's going to do something differently so i think that's okay but if that's you want if you hate want to hate on social media no problem <laughs> if you want to love it that's also okay you want to take a bunch of selfies it's you okay. want to fight that's okay too yeah. we'll take you down yeah wow um yeah no that was great i think we should end with that because you just i was going to say you have the final quote and you oh. just banged it out again without me even prompting I you did. so yeah i did have one that i came across this morning oh, go I for it yeah it? you may share so um it's a quote that i loved for a long time and i just came across it and it goes like this it's by ramdas and he says if you have certain desires about the way things ought to be you can't see how it is right did you like that one i did <laughs> yeah Good. no you gotta someone said to me once very similar she was uh she was a massage therapist. She uh -huh. studied at the Edgar Casey Center in Virginia uh -huh. Beach. Are you familiar with Edgar Just Casey? Only I work. I used to know a bunch of body workers for yeah. a minute. So yeah. um, when I lived there, we she was married to the West Indian lead singer of the reggae band okay. <laughs> that I was in at the time. Oh, I was okay. a child. I was like 17, 18, and they, you know, they had kids my age. But um, she said, 
because I was, at the time, it's very tumultuous for me and things were just flipping over so fast. I was going from being a teenager to like mm -hmm. being a man to being out on my own. And, mm -hmm. and, and I had big expectations. And she said, just try to grasp this young buck. Mm -hmm. She was like, life often will not turn out the way you thought it did, but often the way you expected it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. stop being so hyper-focused. And, and when you have like, hard, I mean, that's like yeah, almost Buddhist, right? You know, like when you have desires, sure. when you have these, these worldly, these worldly things yeah. that you, you, you can't really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have some idea of, of something that needs to be a particular way and it's not that way, you lose sight of what you actually Well, you lose have. sight yeah. of the abundance that's there. Yeah. It might not be what you wanted, mm -hmm. but it will be pretty much what you needed unless, mm -hmm. you, God forbid, you're in like civil war torn country or mm -hmm. you yeah. know like real real treachery sure. but outside of that if you can loosen the reins a little bit yeah. you realize there is a certain abundance out there mm -hmm. that will give you what you need and enough to get you i'd say to the next level and probably beyond but it takes really like letting go of your preconceived notions sure. and desires and that was awesome. High five. That was great. Awesome. Much. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We're going to head out. Sorry we went a few minutes over. We started a little late. Next week, we're going to do the same thing. Not with Serena. Somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back. Uh, another special holiday broadcast. Well, this will be post-New Year's. Uh, the station will still be closed. We're going to do it uh, right here, although in a different orientation. Not the same orientation every time because I just like to mix it up a little bit. But hopefully you got some value out of this. I did. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you for having thank you, me. Thank you, Serena. Happy <laughs> holidays to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your New Year's. Be safe. Be happy. Try to recognize the abundance that's around you, especially this time of year where you get stuck with family and people that, uh, you know, maybe there's some agitation with. Let the rains go a little bit yeah. and, and just to try to enjoy yeah. what's, what's there. All right, everybody. Have a really awesome weekend. We're going to see you next week. Peace. Right, 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 right. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 